Blog Talk Radio.
Hello there. How are you tonight, Brother Roy? I just want to uh, introduce uh, uh, Brother Samuel and uh, uh, Brother Ron. Ron, are you there, brother? Hello, Ron. And, uh, and we're going to just, uh, we're, we're, tonight, it's, uh, the uh, title of our message is Resurrected Visions. And you know what? I'm just going to say, as we, um, as we are uh, uh, speaking tonight, Brother, uh, uh, brother um, Samuel and Brother Ron, myself, we're servants of the Most High. And you know what? We basically, um, you know, um, Brother Ron and uh, also uh, Brother Samuel, they have pro- apostolic prophetic gifting. So tonight, uh, you know, as, as the Lord, the Holy Spirit speaks to them, the, you know, uh, and they're, they're going to be obedient and they're going to just uh, speak on uh, what the Lord wants them to speak on tonight. Amen. But it's all about vision. Amen. You know, like we just had that song right now, Jesus, all for Jesus. Tonight, are, are we prepared? Are we prepared to, to, to lay our vision down Are we at his feet? Are we prepared to, to lay our ministry down at his feet? Are we prepared to lay our family down at his feet? You know, it's all for Jesus. You know, it's not 80%, 90%. It's 100% all for Jesus. Amen? Right? He, we, he, he owns us. Jesus owns us. We're, you know what? He's the head. And we're the body, Amen. So I just want to let you know tonight. You just so you're, you're just uh, open up, open up your ears, open up your spiritual ears and spiritual eyes, and just receive the message tonight, Amen. It's going to be a, a message of, of, from the Holy Spirit, from the Holy Spirit, Amen, Amen. So I'm just going to uh, uh, we're going to uh, bring Brother Samuel on, and he's going to. Uh, He's going to uh, do some uh, speaking uh, on, 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 on the uh, on vision, on, on resurrected visions, and, uh, uh, and 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 different things the Lord put on His heart. In the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. Glory to Jesus Almighty. Hallelujah. Two major people on earth. Those that lost their sight and those that are in darkness. Those are two major categories of people that exist. When your eyes is closed and you are blind, it doesn't take the absence of light away. When the light is switched off and there's total darkness around you, that doesn't take the absence of light away. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, our great insight and foresight, we depend on you to die or this morning, or this afternoon, wherever people are listening to this broadcast, pray that your grace will be sufficient to God. And you will give us the ability to have the understanding of your word. 
the entrance of your word giveth life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. As many other the sound of my voice, oh God, they will receive their instant miracles spiritually and physically in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. God bless you all. We thank God for the opportunity that God has given unto every one of us connected to this live radio broadcast from wherever you are listening to this word. Like I've said, two major people exist. Those that lost their sight, that cannot see. When you close your eyes, you see total darkness. When the light is switched off, you see darkness. And that doesn't mean there is no light. Two major things we'll be talking about tonight. I'll be talking about tonight before I leave this place. Two major enemies of vision. Number one, sight. Sight is the greatest enemy of vision. Number two, procrastination, which has to do with time. So I'll be so brief. And I want you to open your eyes and your hearing in the spirit to what the Lord has for us. Amen. In the book of John chapter 8 verse 12, Jesus said, I am the life of the world. Whosoever walk in me will not walk in darkness, but he shall have everlasting light. Amen. So Jesus is the light of the world. The world is in total darkness. So that is what we are talking about tonight. So you cannot, before I go further, what exactly vision is, is unfold purpose of God for mankind. That is vision. Glory be to God. So when the purpose of man is being unfolded, then you are talking about the vision. And you cannot measure vision without the light. Cannot measure the light without the sight. And you cannot measure the sight without seeing. Glory be to God. When the Lord Jesus was walking on the water, and in the book of Matthew, chapter 14, verse 22 to 33, and Peter saw him, Jesus, walking on the water. Everybody was astonished at what is going on here. And the only man that could see, for you to attain your vision, you need to see. Glory be to God. You need to see what others don't see. You need to have the understanding of what others didn't know. That is the vision. Glory be to God. So it's going to be so direct, raw word of God tonight. And Peter said to Jesus, If thou art Christ, bid me to come. And Jesus looked at his face. He said, Peter, come. 
And the Bible says, he aligned out of the ship and he started walking on the water. Listen to me. A man of vision will not be thinking. Jesus is the focus, which is the life. The purpose is to meet the Jesus. And Jesus is available, set before him. Glory be to God. And the Bible says, he looked unto Jesus and he started walking on the water. That is the vision. He can see Jesus. He believed the word. He believed the prophecy. He believed what God has spoken. They begin to walk on it. A man of vision must be able to see beyond the physical. When something is that trash, when something is pulled down, a man of vision will see a great mansion in a collapsed building. Praise God. How soon out of here. And he began to walk on the water. People of God, before you can attain what God said, sing, desire, you must be able to walk on your water. Naturally, the law, a man of vision brings the law of nature. The law of nature identifies a man to sink on the water. <laughs> but the law of Jesus, the law of vision, the law of God, make man to walk on the water. So that means you cannot attain the vision without walking in the vision. The ability, power of the vision will make you light on whatever circumstances that may come on your way. But the moment Peter began to notice that there was a wind around him, that there was a water rolling down, the Bible says it shifts its focus from Jesus to the environment. So what is going on? To the vision God has set for you, you need to be focused. And the focus has to do with the sight. There's a particular position in our eyes that's called a focus. That is the same thing that sees. When we see something, there's a part in our brain that interpreted to make it real what we see. My God. Spiritual insight and foresight is paramount, important, essential to attain and acquire the purpose of God being achieved in our life. Many have dropped some of their vision, purpose in life because they are looking at the cost of getting it. When you are looking at the cost of attaining your vision, you cannot get it. So the major thing is that you have to see it. When you see it, you get it. And one thing is it: you must go beyond the 
normal saying that what you see is what you get. Vision is more than that. Amen. It's not what you see you get. It's beyond that. You have to change that. If it's only what you see you get, you'll be limited to what you see alone. If you if your position, your situation has a financial problem, oh, you want to do this, but you don't have you are financially handicapped. That means what you see is what you get. But someone that is ready to get there, someone that is ready to fulfill the God's purpose, someone that is ready to attain it, must not settle for what you see. You have to settle for what you don't see. Glory be to God. And Peter began to think and said, Jesus, help me. I pray for somebody here position of your thinking at the position where your vision, your ministry, your calling, your purpose, your family, your destiny is now. I know some people are thinking the Lord is bringing you out. The Holy Spirit is bringing you out. And the Bible says lay out on him and they bring him home. It's Jesus that can take you up. It's not by power, neither by mind, but by the Spirit of God. Many people go outside. And that is basically saying that what you see is what you get. Really, that doesn't make make that mistake because they are aware that as a change Leaders are great change we most often conflict with vision. There's always a conflict with sight and your vision. They look alive, but there is always a conflict. Glory be to God. Before I go before I close here, I may mention of another thing, object. That attack the nation. Mm-hmm. And procrastination has to do with your timing. Oh my God. The Bible says there is time and season for everything. And as we all know that, the vision is unfolding of God's plan for your life. And in my own view, one of the major enemy of your vision in life is procrastination. Mm-hmm. And to procrastinate means to delay. Mm-hmm. So it simply means that we don't really have the enemy against our vision. We are the enemy if we allow ourselves to obstruct our vision. Everything God after us as the place inside us mm-hmm. until we see it. If God has made you to be a great preacher, if God has made you to be a great evangelist, if you don't see it, in the spirit cannot get it. 
until you begin to believe what you don't see. You can't get to where you are going. Because where you are going, you have not been there. So it is what you don't see that will produce the ability to get to where you are going that you are yet to see. So you have to see in the spirit. It is the spirit to spirit. Glory to God. Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 2. And the Lord answered me, write the vision and make it plain upon the table that he might run that reader is. You run your vision. You have to catch it, then you run it. Clearly that a vision is not just a document. <laughs> Am I talking to people that are spiritually inclined tonight? Vision is more than what you write. It's supposed to be run, not to be documented. You can keep running it. You can keep writing it, but you've got to run it. Many people document and even share a vision received from God, but defy action on it. Forgetting that, there is no time for them. And they have to understand there is time and season for every purpose. Don't miss your season and time. Ecclesiastes chapter 30 verse 1. There's time for them all. Time to wake up. Time to sleep. Time to fight. Time to retreat. Time to go forward. Time to move right. Time to wake up. Time to die. Time to live. Time to sow. Time to plant. Time to reap. Time and season are for them all. There is always a time for God, for activation of your vision in life. Don't miss the time. Procrastinate. You've got to see yourself beyond what you are. Do not limit your vision to what you have. Glory to God. I'm running up. You may think you have the time. Every tick of the clock signifies that time. Wait for no man. Glory to God. People of God. This is where I'm going to stop. I pray the Lord Almighty for the mercy we find from God. Grace and ability to run with your vision that Lord will give unto you. Don't miss the time. Don't miss the season. May the Lord bless you. Amen. Praise God. Uh, is Brother Ron online now? Brother Ron? Okay. Uh, we're going to put him online now so that he can connect with us. Okay.
the running I'll put on speaker may do it You have reached mailbox. Mailbox? Why? Why is it going to mailbox? What's going on here? Come on. Oh, no, it's the wrong one. Sorry, buddy. I got the wrong. I got the wrong. What's wrong with me today? Oh my god! Like I want the three. Now I got it. Sorry about that. Hi. I'm attempting to negotiate this. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just can't seem to get online. Well, what did you did you did you send uh, did you put the number in? I can't seem to make this guy work. What's the? Okay, just go ahead, go ahead, and 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 they okay, and we'll hear from. It'll come over to the thing. Just yeah, just start uh, speaking. Go ahead, brother. You're just gonna work through this phone. Yeah, that's what Samuel said. Okay, that's good. <laughs> so I missed his opening. Oh no. Are you talking about resurrection life tonight, were you? Yeah, we're talking about uh, vision tonight. Uh, vision. Yeah. Go ahead, buddy. You're, as the Lord leads you. Wow. Okay. Yes. Good evening. Wow. Uh, I'm Ron Johnson from uh, Cut Knife, and I have a little cafe up here where I believe in for the anointing of God to manifest in power. Because this is the day and hour where we're going to get the power of God manifesting through sincere, devout prayer. Yeah, we want uh, the power of God to manifest, but we want his resurrection power to flow through us, but without first embracing the death of the cross, we're not going to have that. So... We want more power of God manifesting through us. We could have learned to embrace the death of Christ on the cross. Paul said to, for me to live is Christ, yet I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. So we got to enter into that death to enter into the life of Christ manifesting through us. So what do you think, Roy? Amen, brother. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah. 
so yeah, I just uh, have a vision for establishing pillars of flame in our nation. Having uh, places of intense heat and power of the God who raised Christ from the dead manifesting here. Yeah. Having the greater one through us. We want to ignite a fire of revival in Canada. We've got to become ignited totally on fire ourselves. The carnal, the carnal us has to die so that the new us can live. Amen. Amen. Tonight we were just starting the program, Ron, with all for Jesus, Jesus all for Jesus, brother. God's calling us to a higher walk. God's calling us to holiness. And that's where we're going. Man. You know, are we going to be a lukewarm play of the same believer? Mr. Rapture? Or are we going to be on fire, passionate for God? Philadelphian Christians. Amen. And get out of this world before the fire falls. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, um, what, uh, what really uh, propelled you or whatever uh, to uh, with for the revival cafe? I know you've been. You've had a vision for that and everything like that, Ron. What, like, just kind of let the people know exactly what, I mean, was it, was it a word from the Lord? Or was it, like, was it a prophetic word? What was it that, that got you to start the, with the Revival Cafe, brother? It, it came out of being exposed to Revival. Mm, okay. Yeah. You know, and, and a dissatisfaction of uh, many of the churches I've been part of where they just never had that same passion, the same encounter of God after that, their meetings. So when you taste in revival, when you encounter revival, you're, you're ruined for anything less. So instead of whining and complaining about uh, the, the lack of it in other churches, it's, it's, it became an issue of I must pioneer something. Mm-hmm. I must pioneer that which I see in the spirit. That's what I've known in, in the spirit and I've experienced myself. I must see that greater thing again mm-hmm. and reach out for more. Amen. Because if, if you can see God heal people, well, why not throw limbs back? Why not raise the dead? It, it's all impossible. Right. But it, it, we need that that greater enter, entering into Christ to see impossible things happening. So it, it's having that had that taste is what compelled the establishment of this cafe. Amen. I know that you've. Um... I know that uh, Ron, that you've uh, 
with this vision of the Revival Cafe, I mean, the thing is, you know, you just keep doing it step by step by step. And, uh, you know, and and, uh, and that's a vision the Lord is, uh, you know, giving you because, you know, you, you, you know the, the thing about it, even Brother, uh, Brother uh, Samuel was speaking, and he said one of the things about a vision is that when you have a vision, uh, the, the enemy tries to get you procrastinate and delay it, right? Oh, that, that's true. You know, you don't have to show your vision. You just have to keep delaying it. Yes. You know, and and that's uh, I think that you know the, the hope deferred makes the heart sick. That we keep getting our hope deferred, deferred, deferred. Eventually, we just get heart sick about uh, our, about our, our vision. We start to almost hate our vision because it's just not happening. That's right. But, but God wants us to have it happen, so we still got to keep taking those steps and just keep pushing through the opposition. What, what what would you say to people that are basically ha- you have a God-given vision, uh, and that they're basically um, you know they're they're dealing with stuff like and you know uh, what would you say to them like what would you say to them like how they could what could they do to resurrect their vision, uh, brother Ron? To resurrect your vision, you. It, it's a God thing. It's a God thing that you have, and the, the way to resurrect it is to enter into more of God's presence yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to spend time with God. Amen. To get that resurrection of your vision again. Mm-hmm. Like, like, for example, Ezekiel 37, right? How oh, that. You know uh, how it said that the uh, the bones were basically dry and everything like that. Well, that you know that represents the vision. Uh, you know where where all of a sudden where in, in Ezekiel 37, where flesh came on and and so what it is and then then uh, so the the end was a great uh, army and it's the same thing with the vision. I mean the it's a step by step process, isn't it? I mean you know it's, uh, it, it, it is. We we have to ourselves continue to make progress in our vision you know we just stubbornly keep taking steps yeah and keep putting pressure on the opposition Amen. and the greatest pressure you can put on the opposition is pushing into god that's right exactly because the bible says the bible says seek first the kingdom of god is right all these things are added unto us right and that's and that's including a vision the vision the lord gives us so you know, uh, like with uh, when the, the song tonight was uh, all for Jesus, where we lay our ambitions, our hopes, our ministries, everything down at his feet. You know, we just, uh, you know, it's not, it's, 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 it's the vision God has given us, right? It's a God-given vision, no matter what it is, you know. And But you know what, uh, Brother Ron, I, I'm so... I'm so honored and blessed to have you, you know, as my brother, but also that you basically keep moving in, moving on, uh, you know, pressing in, pressing on in, in the vision the Lord is giving you, Brother Ron. Amen. Yeah, if you want to support other people's visions and encourage them and help lift them up too, but there comes a point where you've you got to see your vision come to pass. You've got to see 
for manifestation, that unique manifestation that God's given you to bring forth come to pass. Amen. So, so, I mean, we're all supporting each other, but we need to also become that unique thing in Christ and, and come into the, into the earth and, and manifest in the fullness of it. Amen. Amen. And I think a lot of times, uh, Brother Ron, you know, uh, is that uh, the Lord connects us together because a vision, like you said, a vision is not taught. A vision is caught. Amen. And, and really, it, it, the vision is, is the tangible uh, encounter of God. Amen. But, you know, it all comes from our, our encounter with God because that's what we can't. We have a picture that's painted in our head. We can talk about revival pathway. We can talk about, you know, national revival. We can talk about this, but we're not, we don't, we have to catch that. And and how we catch that is having an encounter with the Spirit of God. Amen. That's right. That's right. Exactly right. Brother Samuel, I know Brother Samuel was talking about that same thing tonight. He was saying about, you know, uh, uh, vision, basically you have to see the vision. It's like when uh, uh, he was, Brother Samuel was saying tonight, it's like when, when Peter came out of the boat, right, and seen Jesus yeah. walking on the water, he got out of the boat and he started walking on the water. And before, uh, uh, Brother Samuel was saying before a vision, we need to be walking on the water, you know, because we need, we need to be walking in the spirit, right? Amen. We gotta we gotta step out there and do something. But you know that's that's the idea of walking in the spirit. Well, what's that? What's walking in the spirit? You know, uh, because that's the anointing leads for you abide in Christ. That's right. So what does the what does the spirit of God anoint on your life to do? That's what's walking in the spirit. We gotta do what God will anoint us to do. Amen. Good word, brother. We'll put his presence on us to do something, then we're probably not supposed to be doing it. That's right. we got to do it where God manifests. That's right. We've got to find a place where his maximum manifestation happens on our lives. Amen. That's so true. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right, brother Ron. You know, the yeah. thing is that we need to be First, who God created us to be, and then do what He's called us to do. Amen. Amen. And it's, it's, it's you become who you're supposed to be by spending more time with Christ. That's right. Amen. And, and letting His fire refine you and purge you and, and deal with the gunk in your life, so all of a sudden now you can shine light. Amen. That's right. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And. uh you know the thing is, uh, you know, and God, and the thing about the Lord, He gives us big vision. He gives us big visions because He's a big God. Like you know, like with Moses. I mean, the thing is, that the Lord basically gave uh, Moses a big vision, uh, basically going and uh, taking all the Israelites uh, out of uh, away from the Egyptians. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, you know, impossible vision, an impossible. And, but, he, but Moses got equipped to do it. Yeah. But you know, he, and as Christians, we're equipped to do it. We, we get the Holy Spirit in our lives. Amen. And we've got to spend more time on him and more uh, intimacy and let him refine us 
all of a sudden we're that beacon on a hill that, that can't can't be hidden. We have to manifest. We have to shine forth as light. And that's that's what we need. We need to press in more. Amen. These are the, these are the times we got to go after God with with you know the, the fervent prayers of a righteous man with a bell much. That's these, right. We got to be. Shine bright. 
That's, it's been a real, it's been a blessing, uh, brother Ron. You coming on to uh, reaching out Radio International and you know, and yes, and 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 speaking on this, you know what I'm saying? Like people out there, they need to, you know. The, the thing is that the, the, you know, as a child of God, God has given us all a vision, hasn't? You know what I'm saying? Like uh, yeah. a God-given vision. But there's a lot out there, Ron, right now that are basically there. They don't know what to do. They're they're up against the wall and. You know, and basically have a you know the Lord given them a vision, but they've allowed they've allowed the enemy to come in and you know and you know and have, get them to prosecute uh, 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 like to you know uh, a prosecution uh, what's it called what's it called you were just saying prosecution Procrastination. Thank you very much. My God. Procrastination. Procrastination. Yeah. And, you know, and a delay and stuff like that, you know. And uh, and people, like sometimes people are used. People are used. That's why we got to have, we got to have connections where we're connected in the spirit to each other's vision. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know. And a lot of times what happens is the enemy will use people to come in and basically say stuff that trying to discourage that person from that God-given vision. Isn't that true? Oh, yes, it is. It's uh, subtle how it happens. You know, it it is sneaky. I mean, you've heard the term, uh, who's your covering? And, you know, it's like, like you can't have any credibility unless you're under somebody. You know, but we get all of a sudden now, okay, now I have to try and crush my vision and trim it and squish it and get underneath somebody's uh, church authority in order to have a legitimate vision. Well, I didn't destroy my vision to try and get underneath them. (laughs) You have to, you know, not become politically compromised through this this church thing. You know, the organized church will often compromise you. You have to not become compromised and, and lose your zeal. Amen. Because now you have to conform to a, uh, a cookie cutter Christianity that doesn't quite work for you. It did it just, and then you're frustrated in those areas that are not working. Amen. That's so true. So there, uh, what like what have you? Like from your, from you, your, you know, from uh, from where you're at, and you know, uh, from where you started, and where you are now, Ron, brother Ron. What is some of the things you could say to the people out there right now that they need to that they need to do to get back, you know, get back on into the vision, you know, have to get their vision resurrected again and start moving in that vision in in the direction of the Lord. Are accepted, are, are ordered, and directed of the Lord. And so, what is something that you can say to them tonight? So it, it's, I would say, just just tuck into the Lord, really get close to the Lord, review uh, your initial encounters with the Lord and His uh, and that vision that you had stirring inside you. Pray into it. Pray into it. See it in your mind's eye. See what the, the what why it's needed to have to, to manifest. You know, everybody wants the ministry, but there's something unique that needs to 
come forth that's needed to come into the body of Christ, that, you know, like you don't need to duplicate another person's ministry. You need to come out in your unique ministry and, and be your new creature in Christ that's going to impact the world. You don't need to become somebody else's duplicate. You need to go after God so this new thing can come. If you spend time meditating on the Word, you spend time seeing your vision and meditating on praying, being open to being changed. But you don't want to be compromised. You have to change through encounter with the Spirit of God, not change through compromise. Does that make sense? So get up. You know, get up and, and start taking some action, too. You know, sometimes we overthink things. Sometimes we just got to get up and do something. You know, we're, we're, in a, we're in a parked car and we're sitting there revving the engine up and we go, oh, maybe I should, when I go down the road, I should turn right over here and I should go left down there. You know, start driving. Put it in gear. Trust God will lead you which way to go. So that's, that's another way. You know, we can overthink things too much and, and then exhaust ourselves because we we got 10 different plans. That's so neat, Ron, because, Brother Ron, because I was getting that myself tonight. A, a vision starts with a thought, but it can also end with a thought. Yes. You know, we, we have to start to put traction to this vision. That's right. You know, then it becomes, you know, we think, well, I see this vision, and just step out and done there, right? Well, there's no, often there's a path that you got to go through to perfect your character so you can handle the vision God's giving you. That is right on. That is right on, brother. That is right on. Man, so I mean, like like Moses, as you're saying, he was he, he was done, he knew he was called of God, yet he went through a real hard time to get there. Yeah. That's the big why, because God had to put the character in him to have it. Exactly. And that's, that's so true, brother. That's so true about about that, you know. And the other thing, we, we don't need, uh, you know, we got to really watch. We don't, uh, just, you know, that don't despise small beginnings. Because anything of the Holy Spirit is not small. <laughs> right? Oh, exactly. You're, you're trying to, you know, you, an oak tree doesn't, Start off in an oak tree right away. It starts off as a seed. Amen. And that's so true, and, brother. Amen. Amen. And we just gotta plant that seed and start watering it with the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Life in Christ Jesus. Keep keep staying in that river. Keep pulling the life resources from God to keep seeing that vision happen. That's right, brother. Yeah. And I know. And the thing is, we have to. You know, uh, and, and, the, and the other thing, too, the Lord connects us to other uh, brothers and sisters that catch the vision and basically help support it, you know, in praying for that or, wh- or what it is. But they're, they're catching the vision. Like, you know, uh, they're, whatever vision it is, they're, they're, they're catching that vision. And, and, they're, and they're encouraging that person. He, and, and they're exhorting that person. They're building that person up and saying, yes, go for it. Yeah, I think a vital part of, of getting our vision happening is, is uh, finding our, a company of people that, that understand us and encourage us. 
That's it, brother. That's it. We all need our company. Yes, we do. We all need people who can relate to what we're doing and, and encourage it. And we have to re- we have to realize one thing, Ron. We're not alone. Amen. Amen. Right. I mean, that's where the enemy tries to get us. The enemy tries to get us to where where we're alone. You know what I'm saying? But we're not alone. We have to realize that, you know, we're not alone. You know, we have brothers and sisters that are praying for us and encouraging us. And we have, you know, we have Jesus, right? Amen. Quite often you start off isolated in your vision, but eventually you will meet people who, uh, our life, heart, and mind to support that type of vision. Yeah. Uh, you you might have to change friends. You might have to actually do some moves, uh, move somewhere else. Yeah. You know, what to say? A prophet is not without honor except for his own, in his own town. That's right. Sometimes you have to make totally different relationships. Amen. Start, start finding the ones that are actually going to uh, motivate you to fulfill your calling. Yes. And the Holy Spirit, the thing about the Holy Spirit, he brings us together. He has, he brings, he connects us. He connects us in the spirit, right? And he does that. Like I've, I've, I've known quite a few people that have connected in the spirit. Amen. 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 And you know, that's how you can tell your company. That's how you, if, if they can, if they can resonate with the sound of your anointing, if they can receive of your anointing, and, and reflect it back at you, then you know you found somebody who's like you. You know, you, they found somebody. Amen. You know, there's a sound in the spirit. There's a resonance that happens. Yeah. And and you you connect with those type of people. You need to have people who are going to resonate like you. They may not be exactly like you, of course not, because you're unique, right? But you need to have the same resonance of spirit. And together you you vibrate with God. Amen. That's right. You know we we uh, we want a bonfire, but we're trying to do it with one piece of wood. <laughs> so we gotta get together and spur each other on. And how far? How, how much have you burnt away in the Lord today? You know, it's like how deeper can you go into the fire of God? Burning for Jesus. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen, Ron. Well, God bless you. Uh, I'm just going to uh, I'm just going to uh, go, uh, go and I'm going to do a little bit of uh, teaching here. Uh, and anyway, I'm, 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 you just want to stay on the phone, and that'd be fine. If you want to just listen, that'd be fine. And, but uh, I just thank you, Ron. I thank you, brother Ron, for coming on and for sharing your heart, sharing your heart, and sharing, you know, sharing the vision. And I, I've known you for a long time, and you know what? You just keep pursuing. You just, you know, the Bible says we, you know, keep, uh, I, I, Apostle Paul speaking, he said, I press, and I press on toward the mark of the high calling of God in our lives. And, you know, we, you know, that's what it's all about, pressing in and pressing on toward the mark of the high calling of God. The vision the Lord, uh, the, uh, the vision the Lord put in our heart. You know, and you know, and we want to say, you know, I I fought the good fight of faith, but I finished my course. Amen. 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 Want to see the promise of God fully fulfilled in our lives, not not just the hope that never God fulfilled, but actually see it manifest. Amen. Amen. That's right. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, you, brother Roy, for helping me on. You're welcome, my brother. Opening my mouth up and giving me opportunity. 
opportunity to let that river flow. Amen. Yeah, that was wonderful. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm just going to continue here, and I'm going to go to. Um, this is what. I, so tonight we're talking about vision. Uh, Brother Sammy was talking about vision, uh, and and brother uh, and brother um, Ron is talking about vision. So we're just going to continue with this. Um, just one second. Um, I want to talk a little bit about it also. My brothers, I don't have much to say because my brothers, my brothers said everything it was. <laughs> but I want to go to um, Proverbs chapter uh, 29, verse 18. And I'll give you just a few minutes to get there. Uh, open your Bibles and, uh, and you know, um, the Word of God is alive and powerful. And so we need to realize that we need to, you know what, we need to get our Bibles out and we need to look, start looking at the Word of God. What's in, what's in the Word say? And in um, Proverbs, uh, chapter 29, verse 18, and Brother Samuel actually mentioned this too, it said, where there is no vision, the people perish. So we need to realize that, you know what, the Lord has given us vision. He's given us vision. Um, he's given us um, something that he wants us to do, you know. And, and everybody's vision is different. Everybody's vision, is, we're not all have the same vision. Everybody's different, but the whole key, we're all connected in the Holy Spirit. We're all connected in the Holy Spirit. So the vision that the Lord has given us is connected in the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Okay. So every child of God, every child of God has a vision. Amen? Because when, even when you were in the world, even when you were in the world, when I was with combined insurance and stuff like that, right, I didn't know the Lord, uh, you know, at that time. And, but, but there was always a, we, we come in the morning, we come in the morning, uh, actually it's not, it wasn't uh, combined insurance, I'm sorry, it was filter clean. We come in the morning and we're saying we're going to sell so many machines so many vacuum cleaners, we're going to make so much money, uh, and you know what? And then we would write it down or we whatever, and then we would try striving for it. But it wasn't a vision. It was basically something that we were believing to do. And a lot of times what happens is, even if you don't know Jesus, your personal Savior, if you make commitments or you make a goal, you sometimes will attain that goal. But how more important is it to attain the vision that the Lord has given us? Amen? How much more important is that? You see, the thing about it is, it's a vision. It's from the Holy Spirit. It's from, it's from Jesus. Amen? It's from Daddy God. It's a God-given vision. Amen? So, so the, that vision is, is, is something... So it's holy. It's really, the vision is holy because it's from the Lord. Amen? And so what we're going to say here is that, no, okay, people 
without a vision are non-productive. Now, here's the key. If, if, if you have a vision and you're not following it, you're not pursuing it, you're going to get non-productive. In other words, you're just going to allow that vision to go to the wayside. The vision is still there, my brothers and sisters. Okay? The vision hasn't changed because the vision is from God, from the Lord, from, from Jesus. And so that vision is going to be there, but you've let it go. Amen. Brother Ron was talking about that. Brother Samuel was talking about that. That you need to keep the vision in your you know what? You need to keep the vision in your heart. Amen. You need to keep the vision in your heart. That's where the vision needs to be. Not not in your head, but the vision needs to be in your heart. In your heart. Amen. So what we're going to, so what's it say? Let's go on a little bit farther. And have no drive or motivation or fire. You see, if you allow that vision to, to start to leave you or you start to get, you know, uh, nonchalant about it and everything like that, or you're going to say, oh, well, that will never happen, you have to realize one thing. You have to be on fire for that vision. In other words, that vision is up from the Lord, and no matter what that vision is, from the time the Lord has given it to you to, to where you are right now, it's a step-by-step process. It's a step. And what does the Bible say? The Bible says our steps are ordered of the Lord, and our steps are directed of the Lord. Amen? So it's a step-by-step process. So when the Lord gives you that vision, uh, as Brother Samuel was saying, you know, we need, you know, we need to uh, preparation for promotion. Preparation. So what the Lord is preparing us, just like he prepared Moses. He prepared Moses, right? There's a preparation. For, there's always a preparation process, right? It said all the time. There's always a preparation process. From the time the Lord, you know, and it could just be a thought, there's always a preparation for that vision to come come to pass. Amen? Amen. The start of the vision. Not the whole, but the start of it, right? That's why you, we can't just buy small beginnings. So where it says here, it says no driver motivation on fire. So once you have a, a, a vision and, it's a God, and you're on fire for, with it, then you're going to have a motivation and a drive, right, to start to um, really allow that vision to and start to see the invisible, believing and acting on the impossible, and enjoy the miraculous of the vision. Amen? Amen. Uh-huh. The thing is, God has called each and every one of us for a purpose. Yeah. Everyone. God has called each and everyone I'm talking about there, out there that knows the Lord is a personal thing. I'm talking about the body, of, the body of Christ right now. Brothers and sisters. Amen. And I'm just saying this. Okay. I'm saying you have a purpose. Amen? The Lord is giving you a vision, but you also have a purpose. And only you, only you can fulfill that purpose. No one else. 
Amen. Set the spark of that vision. That vision is going to be resurrected. That res- there's a resurrection. That vision's been dead for a long time, but the Lord is going to resurrect that vision. And it's going to come. All of a sudden, you're going to just see it. You're going to see prophetic words, prophetic words that have been spoken about about that. And all of a sudden, you're going to start. You're, the Lord's going to start bringing it back to you. He's going to start bringing that back to you. And it's time for you to to to, to start moving in the direction the Lord has, wants you to go. Amen? Amen. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, like I said, the vision is for an appointed time, but the appointed time is now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, brother. And the Lord said unto me, Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain. I think we need to write the vision on the canvas of our heart, not on a piece of paper. Amen. On the canvas of our heart. We need to have that vision in our heart. Right? Because not on our head, because in our head, basically, but in our heart. Because where your heart is, your treasure is also. Amen. And out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So we need so we need to be speaking that vision. We need to be speaking that vision. We need to be proclaiming that vision. We need to be confessing that vision. Amen? Amen. Amen. Because when we do that, it's gonna go from your head to your heart. Amen. And we need to proclaim the word of God over that vision. Keep proclaiming the word of God over that good. Because circumstances will change. You know, situations will change because the word of God doesn't. And you will keep step by step by step moving ahead in the vision the Lord has has called you. And the vision. And make it plain upon tablets that you may run that reader. Brother Samuel was saying this, and I agree with him 100%. We need to run with the vision. Amen. Right? It's time to run with the vision out there. Run with the vision. Amen? Run with the vision. Run to the battle. You might have to run to the battle, but you're running with the vision. Because the battle belongs to the Lord, but the vision is is is, is yours. The, the vision is yours. So it's up to you what you do with the vision. Because you're going to have people, you're going to have enemies out there. Now, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later, but Brother Samuel talked about it, but I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit later. I just don't want to get into that right now. Okay. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. And like I said, that time is now. Amen. No more procrastination. No more delay. The vision is, appointed time is now. So it's time for you to pick up that vision. Pick up that vision and start to run with it. Speaking to everybody out there, it's time to pick up the vision and run with it. And as you do that, the Lord is with you, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is there, and he is going to go ahead of you 
and because he's going to bring that vision to pass. Because he will be glorified. Amen? Amen. So see yourself right now. Just put your hands up and see yourself right now. And see yourself picking that vision, getting that vision, and picking it up and start running with it. Say, Lord, I'm running with the vision. Lord, I'm not going to be delayed anymore. I'm not going to be stopped anymore. I'm not going to be uh, uh, intimidated anymore. I'm not going to be, what's the word I'm thinking, intimidated, um, manipulated anymore. I'm going straight ahead, straight ahead with that vision. Amen? Straight ahead. Amen. Straight ahead. And all we got, you know, the whole thing is about it, is seeking the first, seeking ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these visions will be added unto you. All these things. You know what? So as we seek the Lord, seek ye first him. The whole key is out there is seeking first the Lord. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. And, and that's including the vision the Lord has for you. And who's yeah. going to be glorified as you if you go step by step into that vision? You know what? You're going to see signs. You're going to see miracles and wonders as you follow Jesus. Signs and wonders, wonders and miracles will follow you. Amen. Amen. It shall speak. The vision in your heart is going to speak to you. Oh, for sure. Amen. The, the, let me say that again. The vision in your heart is going to speak to you. Oh, for sure, brother. Amen. Amen. Because who's putting the vision in your heart? God. Amen. So the Lord's going to speak to you. The Holy Spirit's going to speak to you. And he's gonna, and he's, and you're gonna know when to, you're gonna know when to camp and receive instructions from the Holy Spirit about your vision, and when to march and take more ground in the vision that God has called you to. Amen. Amen. It's the Lord. Hallelujah. Though it tarry, wait for it. Amen. Amen. So let Carrie wait for it. Because it will surely come. You see, here's the key. Here's the key. Because it will surely come, your vision will surely come, it will not carry. Amen. Only only us. I'm speaking to everybody out there. Only us can stop the vision or delay the vision. Amen? Only only us. Right? The Lord ain't going to stop it. The Holy Spirit, uh, Daddy God ain't going to stop it. Jesus ain't going to stop it. The Holy Spirit ain't going to stop it because they're the one initiated it. Right? It was initiated by the Holy Spirit. Your vision. The vision that God has for you was initiated by the Holy Spirit. Amen? 
So what does it say here? Do it. It will surely come. That vision the Lord has given you, planted into your heart, is going to surely come to pass. Started. Right time the time that we go home to be with Jesus. Because that's what the vision is for. The vision is for the for the vision is for the time for, for when you first got born again. To the time you go to be with Jesus. The, the, the thing is, the vision is not just for two days. The vision is not for three days. The vision is for our lifetime. Uh-huh. Amen. Uh-huh. For a lifetime, time vision, my 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 friends, my brothers uh-huh. and sisters. It's a lifetime vision. Never allow the enemy to talk to you and say to you that this that the vision is just for a short time. No, 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 no. The vision is for an appointed time, and that appointed time is when we go home to be with Jesus. Amen. See, that's the thing. People think, well, a vision, a vision is just for, you know, well, for this or for that. No, it's, it's, it's like if you have a, a vision and the Lord's giving you a vision to be a five-fold ministry, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. Okay, once you come into them giftings, my brothers and sisters out there, what, does everything snow? It just starts. Amen. Because the Lord starts using you. He starts using you in that giftings and calling. Well, what are we called to do? We're called the five apostles, prophets, baptists. What are we called to do? We're called to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for the perfecting of the saints. Amen? Does that stop? No. It keeps going. Because many are coming into the kingdom of God. And they need to be disciples. Amen? They all need to shine for the Lord. Yes, and they all, and the and the other thing is too. I mean, uh, you know, there's more. Uh, uh, many are coming to the kingdom of God. They're coming into the fivefold ministries. They need to be discipled uh, to to be, uh, you know, in the giftings and callings of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm excited. I'm excited about what the Lord's doing. Amen. Amen. There's so much growth. You know, like. Uh, I know a lot of times what happens is, uh, you know, I'll just be very honest. A lot of times what happens is, I'll give you, I'll give you a small example. When, when the Lord basically told my wife and I to pioneer East End Revival Ministries, okay, uh, we, I was at another, I was at another uh, congregation, uh, you know, and uh, uh, anyway, um, you know, I, I, I could sense in my spirit there was something going on but anyway so one night i'm just in uh, i'm in the, uh, the church building by myself and all of a sudden i hear the holy spirit speak to me and the holy spirit says i want you to start a work and i said i said but lord right away and i'm just like moses first thing i said well lord i don't have a congregation i don't have a place to have uh, any any people and I said, and, and uh, I said, all I have, you know, and and, then, and I said, all I have is, 
all I have is you. And, he, and the Lord says, who else do you need? Amen. Amen. So what did we do? We stepped out in faith. This, this was our, our, the vision. The vision of, and uh, the Lord gave us the name East End Revival Ministries. We, we started our first service September 7th. Uh, 2003, and in our house, and then we had services uh, other places in the city, and giving Jesus all the glory and honor and praise, East End Revival Ministries, the vision now has gone from a city, from, from a house church to, to a city church to an international church. We're known all over the world. And so I just want to say, just keep your vision. Keep your vision because, you know, don't despise small beginnings. Keep your vision. Keep it in your heart and keep moving ahead in, that, in the vision God's called you to do. Because the Bible, you know what? The scripture says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. Amen? That's vision. But it's according to the power that worketh in us. That's why a vision is, is basically there's preparation. All preparation before there before there's promotion. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. Are you out there, Brother Ron? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for staying on. Thank you for staying on, Ron. All good. Yeah, we need that uh, character development in the, in the development of our vision. Amen, brother. Amen. Yeah. You know, and that's uh, I think that's the biggest area. It's like the bigger the vision, the more character you have to have established in you uh, to handle it. Amen. That's right. Praise the Lord. <laughs> That's right. Amen. Amen. Our, 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 our motivation is, is the, the outgrowth of the internal changes that are happening inside of us. Amen. 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 I just want to go on here. I just want to finish off here. Okay. I, I just want to talk about, I want to say, okay, what does vision establish? When you have a vision out there, when you have a vision, it establishes something. Okay, you're you're basically your your heart there, and you're moving and you're moving toward the vision, and everything is is uh, you know uh, you're going step by step by step in the vision. Okay, okay, what it does it establishes your identity. A vision will establish your identity in Christ. Knowing who you are in Christ, a vision will establish that identity. In Christ, Amen. Amen. You will know who you are with the vision. It will, because you're uh, moving toward that vision step by step. You know, uh, you're running the race. It's like you're running the race, and if you're running, if you're running the race, um, you know, there's going to be times where you're basically you might fall down. You might fall down, stuff like that. But you know what? You know your identity in Christ. And who Christ is in you, and you end up getting back up again, running, running with the vision. Amen. 
Amen. Okay, the next thing it does, it vision establishes authority. When you have a vision from God, you have the authority and the power over the enemy, right? Amen. To keep moving, running with that vision. Oh, yeah, you got divine mandate. Amen. You have that exactly. So, the, so here's the key. Brother Samuel was saying this, and I agree with him 100%. Brother Samuel was saying that the devil cannot stop your vision or delay it. Only you can. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. why? Because we have all authority and power over the devil. Yeah, he's trying to talk you out of it. And for, stop listening to him. Right. So it's a God-given vision, right? thing is, so we just got to keep moving, right, with our authority, knowing our authority, uh, knowing our authority in Jesus, and knowing that basically we can just keep moving ahead with that vision, and the devil cannot stop us. Amen? Amen. The next Amen. one, the next one we have, a vision will give you, uh, establishes credibility. When you have a vision, a God-given vision, and you're moving toward that vision, it establishes credibility because other people hear about it. They hear about it, and from the Lord, not you know, not from you, but they hear from the Lord, and they're on the phone, and they're saying, you know what? You know, uh, I'm with you. I'm with you with this vision. You know, I'm connected to you. I'm in, in accord with that vision. I'm in agreement with that vision. Amen? That's what I mean by, by uh, credibility. It, it gives you credibility. You, you know what? You're, you're, you're basically, you're, you're going for it. Amen? In God, you're going for it. And the Lord will bring people in that are going to be catching the vision. Catching the vision and supporting the vision in prayer. Yes, in finances, everything, uh, because they are because they have caught the vision in their heart also. The next thing vision establishes is ability. Ability. Where do you get the ability from? From the Holy Spirit. He's the one that it says that he's the one, right? He's able. He's the one. He's able, you know, to, to bring that vision to pass follow, as we follow the Holy Spirit. Amen? He'll bring that to pass. It'll come. You know what? He started it. He initiated it. He will help you. He's, he boldly say, the Lord is our helper, and he will help us to bring that to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. Another thing a vision does, establishes, is courage. He's courage to keep, keep going on. You know, we just have the courage. To, we just got to keep going on. No matter what we're, situ- what we're dealing with situation, it doesn't matter, uh, you know, what circumstance is going on. We have the courage to just leave it behind and keep moving ahead. The next thing uh, vision establishes is boldness. The righteous are as bold as a lion. Amen? Be bold. Be strong, for the Lord thy God is with thee. Amen? So we need, we're, we're bold, and we start basically, we start proclaiming our vision. 
We start confessing our vision. We start, you know, we start calling those things as not as though they were in, in the vision that God has placed us, right? We're believing for, for an atmosphere change. We're believing for uh, many, many come to Jesus. Um, I'll give you an example. Right now, Brother, uh, Brother Ron, and, uh, you know, and, and I'm blessed and honored. Right now, we have a brother in, in Kenya that has a, has a vision of a million souls coming to the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. And we, and we, are, we are connected with him. We are connected with him in every area, you know, to, to, because that is a powerful vision. But I'll tell you something right now. That brother, before, I tell you, before that, you know, he got that from the million souls from the Holy Spirit. He has a heart to see many, many, many come under the, under the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Amen. Amen. And that, and that vision was put into his heart. His heart. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, so let's go on. And, it, and the next, uh, the, the other one establishes, vision establishes perseverance. We need to keep persevering. We need to keep moving ahead in that vision the Lord has called us, called us, uh, you know, called us to do. Amen? Amen. So we need to become a God's grace, but we need to have that perseverance that we are not going to, that we are immovable. We're immovable, and we're going to keep taking ground from the enemy in the vision the Lord has has uh, given us or, 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 you know, that we're pursuing. We need to pursue the vision. Pursue it. Amen. Persevere. Amen. And pursue that vision in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Perseverance. You know, uh, the Apostle Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forth for those things that are, are before. Amen. So what so the thing is that we're believing now that the, 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 the vision is being resurrected in, in your lives out there. And now Amen. it's time to forget about the past. And start moving, moving forward in, in the present, and have your eyes on the future. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Apostle Paul said that, didn't he? I forget those things that are behind me, and I reach forth for those things that are before me. Amen. Amen. I believe really tonight. Amen. Amen. I'm just going to. Uh, I just want to say one or a couple more things. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay. Philippians. Two tactics of the enemy used to get you to let go of your God-given vision or dream is time. And the other is people. I'm not going to spend a lot on this one. I'm just going to say, don't allow the enemy to say you've got lots of time. Because the Bible said there's an appointed time. Amen? Appointed time for that vision, right, to come to pass. Step by step. 
right? The vision coming to pass. And the other one, as uh, as Brother um, Samuel was saying, I don't want to, he was saying people. We have to watch our association environment and who's influencing us. That's for sure. We have, if you have a vision, you need to be around people that also have a vision. Amen. Because we're, because we, we work together, you know what, uh, the visions might be different, but the visions are all from the Holy Spirit. They're from, they're, they're from God. Uh, Amen? So we need to basically uh, have, be in agreement, and we need to be careful who we're around, what people uh, we're around, because they're, the devil will use people to basically to squash your vision. If you listen to this, yeah. that, that's why it, it's saying, watch who's influencing you. Watch who's influencing Watch who you tell. Make sure the ones that you tell are the ones that, you know, you don't only have to tell anybody because the Lord will connect you to people that, are, that have um, the fire for your vision. He'll, yeah. he'll connect you. We don't need to go tell anybody. We just need to basically the Lord will connect us. The Lord connected uh, you, uh, you and me, Ron. The Lord, the Lord connected Brother Samuel and myself. Amen. Right? Yeah. That Amen. Was, he connected us, right? You yeah. know, because the, the, because we are because we are men of vision. Right? Yeah. Iron sharpening iron. Exactly. Exactly. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And I'm going to close with this. Keep your eyes focused on God and not on people. Oh, for sure. Amen. Well, Brother Ron, thank you so much for uh, for coming on the radio tonight with us. Amen. I mean, you know, you're welcome. You're welcome anytime. Uh, thank you, Brother Samuel, for coming on also. And I just like to thank everybody out there for for listening to us. You know, it's just a, it's just an honor and a blessing to to you know to for us to come on the radio and 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 just teach and preach and you know and, and minister. And you know what? Uh, we just uh, you know we we just love we just love uh, Sister Montel, and uh, you know and you know and for the reaching out radio international that we're allowed to. You know, to have our program on, Amen. And I just want to, before we go, I just want, I just want on my heart right now, just everyone that's listening to me right now. I just want to just lift your hands, your hands way up. Give a couple seconds here. We don't want to rush for the Holy Spirit. Or put in my heart two things. One is even more important than the other. So right now, I just, anybody out there that doesn't know Jesus, 
You know, it says down on our knees. Right? We met we met the Lord. You know what? The Lord wants to meet you. He loves you unconditionally. And it says on in the word that basically uh, those that call on the Lord shall be saved. Are you willing tonight to call on the Lord? Are you willing to call on the name of Jesus? Are you willing? Are, are you down on your knees repenting? Asking Jesus. Asking the Lord. Asking Daddy God to forgive you. Today is the day of salvation. Jesus to come into your heart. He's just sitting there. He's there wait, right beside you. Ask Jesus to come into your heart. The Bible says, therefore, if you're a new creation of Christ, all things have passed away. Everything is new. This is your opportunity. You never know how much time you have. That's why it says today, 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 today is the day of salvation. Amen. And all you got to do, say, Jesus, please come into my heart. Please forgive me of my sins. Help me be a new creature in Christ. Old things passed away. Everything is new. Amen. And also tonight, the whole is all about resurrected vision. Remember one thing, the vision is is from the Lord. The God given vision. A, a purpose that you are called. You know, everything works for good for those that are called. Everything works for good for those that are called. Right? The purposes of God. Well, there's a purpose. You have a purpose. Amen? You're special. You have a purpose. So tonight, just say, Lord, resurrect the vision. Resurrect the vision in my life. Resurrect the vision, Lord. Lord, I uh, help me, help me, Lord. Follow, follow the vision, Lord. Help me follow you, Lord. The vision for my life, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that I will be who you created me to be, and I will do. What you've called me to do. In the mighty name of Jesus. And right now I just see. I see visions being resurrected. I see visions being resurrected. Brother Ron. What do you see my brother? Uh, uh, stirring and an awakening. In, in each person's heart. Uh, hope. Hope renewed. Mm-hmm. So they can. Uh, get up and go again. Amen. 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 Well, I just want to close with this. I will not be defeated and I'll never quit. I'm redeemed by the blood of my Jesus. I'm loose from Satan's grip. 
Jesus fought and he won the battle, gave it all to you and me. Well, I will not be defeated. I'm safe. I'm uh, healed. And uh, I'm free. Amen. Good night, everybody. And uh, and God willing, we'll see you in two weeks. Amen. God bless. God bless. Bye for now. Okay, man. Just one second, Ron. You go on there, buddy? <laughs> okay. Okay, so, oh, my God. Wonderful. Everything was excellent.